Uh, all right, y'all. This is Reality Rewind. So this week we were actually supposed to cover the second part of Christopher Dunch. We're going to push that back um, to next week. Um, oh, so you wanted to do the whole episode on this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were going to do a combination, but... Oh, no. I said that. That alone. That's fine. We can do that because I have things to say. So um, if you all have um, been watching Real Housewives of Potomac, then last night you would have seen the episode where the ladies are in Williamsburg and they go to their second dinner, which is always, you know, all of these dinners always end up in a, in a fight. Um, yeah. In the midst of the second dinner, everyone is playing kind of the what the fuck's going on catch up game, I guess we'll call it that, where they're asking each other about like, oh, you know, what's been going on and how right. you been feeling and all of this shit, right? So Candace opens it up. She's talking about how um, Chris sold the restaurant and now he's her full-time manager. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how um, how difficult it can be because having your manager in your house means Trying you to find that balance, which makes sense when you work with your spouse. So right. it's hard to find that balance. And it's hard to find the balance. Your husband and when is he your manager? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, um, Giselle asked, First, oh, well, how does your mother feel? Which we all know her mom. We all know her mom is hateful and think everybody trying to use her. Right. Because her mother's never likes him anyway. So no. you can just full stop right there. Yeah. So honestly, her mother should have never come up in a conversation because one, her mother's not in her marriage. And right. two, we already knew how her mother felt about him because he had other kids by other women. Exactly. So why even bring that up and unless you're planning to be messy? Exactly. That's exactly what it was because she asked and, and Candace talks about, oh, mom doesn't like it, which we all knew is something she would probably say. Exactly. And then Giselle proceeds to follow that up with, you know, I don't want him just, you know, sitting, which is sitting on his ass, but, uh, uh, trying to make... I don't want him riding your coattails is what the whole statement boils down to. Yeah. And it was such an uncalled for statement in this, like, as if this man did not sell his restaurant. As if he has not reasons, had a like, whole career and supported her for right. years. For prior years. To his moment, and even in this moment, like, it's not like he's sitting around not doing shit. At, you know what I'm saying? Like, a job as a man, because if you don't and get the fuck is, out of here, this is what annoys me about this kind of shit. Because nobody asks Chris, Chris, Chris Jenner this. Nobody says to Chris Jenner, "Are you sitting around riding your daughter's coattails?" No, they celebrate her because she's this wonderful manager. Who without her, her girls would be nowhere. But yeah. Candace and her husband, all of a sudden, now he riding coattails. Like this is stupid. It was so disgusting, but this was just the beginning of Giselle's rampage. Because yes. this was like apparently this was Giselle's hour of power, and she decided to use it for evil. So then we move on to Robin, right? Robin um, talks to Candace about like, yeah, you know how Chris talks to you. That's how Juan's been talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been having issues with like being motivated. Like I get up and then I end up going back to bed, or I'm in bed till ten. I watch TV to 11 and then get my day And let's pause right there. We have to acknowledge that pandemic depression is very, very real. Right. In addition to, because it's like you have seasonal depression. People who are- In addition to the project seasonal depression. In addition to the pandemic, that is a very real thing. It's not like 
she's just being lazy, which is how right. she tried to make this out. Like she's just out here being lazy. And it's like, no, because seasonal no depression is very, very real. And the fact that you're going to act like it's not something to be acknowledged is gross. Like, you know what? I, okay. I, when I was rewatching this, I, one time I watched it through and I pretended like Giselle was not there. And everything else that was said and done was a conversation that needed to be happening. And it was a conversation that should have been happening with Giselle being a part of it. Yes. But unfortunately. As Giselle is supposed to be her best friend, the fact that everybody acknowledged that Robin is actually struggling with her mental health and her quote unquote best friend can't. Like, what does that say? Okay, so she asked, the first question she asked is, well, does he not want to marry you because of this? Which is a large leap right yeah why are we centering Juan already in In whatever is happening with Robin and then Robin answers and she talks about how like Juan essentially said that he doesn't find this this happening as attractive which is just a fair statement for Juan to say it is a fair statement however this doesn't mean we need to continue to center Juan huh that is a fair statement for him to say like, oh, I don't find X, Y, and Z attractive. He's fine. Right. He hasn't done anything except for bring to her attention the fact that she's not doing what she used to do. He right. hasn't done anything wrong necessarily. I mean, we can always talk about Black people and mental health, but that's a whole nother conversation. But he shouldn't have been the center of the conversation with her he friends. Have. He shouldn't have at all. And Giselle repeatedly made him that. Right. Um, and then she looks at her and says, well, no man wants to marry unattractive. At that moment, the, mm-hmm. the, the fact that nobody silenced her and said, this, this girl is obviously going through obviously something. Obviously struggling. And you're focused on... On him. Him? Like, how about you take three seconds to give a fuck about your friend? Remember when Ray told her, was like, yeah, you need to find somebody now because you can't always be pretty? Yeah. Yeah. Which I also thought that was gross. But like I, I genuinely thought that was a really gross statement. To it make was. And she I was so incensed by it. And then turn around and essentially do the same thing to Rabbit. Because I yeah. don't like when people focus a woman's life on the man they're with or want to attract. Like I already don't like that. And then so she's gonna ask say, her, like, are you neglecting your kids? Right. This was but the it, one where I was like, oh no. Like the way that this question was phrased, it just knowingly, I mean, for fuck's sake, she just made this woman sound like the worst mother, the she worst did. wife. But for being just simply so sad. What simply did it depressed. For me, it wasn't even that. What did it for me is for Giselle to jump up and say, Wendy, what you trying to prove? Like, why? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. We we, we got to save Wendy. We've got to save Wendy. Okay. (laughs) Because there is more to Robin. Hold on. You're going too fast. I know, but the the Wendy shit kind of triggered me. So I got especially upset. Yes. No, I, same, same. And it was. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, okay. So but she no, asked. She shouldn't have. Because the thing about this, this was a very clear cry for help and support. 
he was just reaching out to friends like, yo, I don't feel right. Like, I am struggling as a lot of people are through this last year. A lot of people have been struggling and it's okay. Right. It was different. It was weird. A lot of people have been struggling through this last year. But to then take the fact that this woman is very clearly struggling, and just kind of very her. yeah, and made it about everybody else and how she's Except for everybody else but herself. My God, you are a she. This bitch is trifling. Mm-hmm. Um. So Robin says, Robin, but then says, don't like have the same energy for when Ashley was was struggling. Because Ashley's like, I'm dealing with postpartum. And they had so much sympathy for Ashley and her postpartum depression, which was great. Oh, I don't even remember that. It was last season when Ashley was dealing with her postpartum after the other baby, the first baby. And they had, she had so much sympathy for Ashley. Like, we're going to throw kids together. We got to get her out this rut. So much sympathy for Ashley. But then to not have that same sympathy for Robin, who's supposedly a your best friend and be dealing with the same thing yes well minus the cheating husband this time around oops i mean oops who's to say you know what well, i'm not even gonna go there <laughs> I, don't know. I, mean, lives like that. I just know what they show on tv i don't know what he got going on i just I know, know in the past therefore back out of that driveway make a quick left that's what i <laughs> But that's not even the point because, like, Juan really don't have nothing to do with this conversation. Juan shouldn't have been brought up in this in any way, shape, or He shouldn't have been brought up in this conversation at all because he don't have nothing to do with this conversation. Right. Outside of, like, Robin saying, yeah, Juan's been saying this. My friend is drowning and reaching for help, and I should be enough of a friend to support her, but because Giselle is awful... An awful fucking human being, a, a living, awful breathing fucking person who can't get out escrow. of her own fucking space. She this can't be that she doesn't recognize that her friend is drowning, but decide to take this moment to point out how she's failing everyone else. Right. So Robin says that um she's not, she doesn't think she needs therapy. She's gonna try maybe get a life coach. And Ascala, who is new, who is also actually, I think she's actually. Robin's he's Robin's friend, friend yeah. Who was actually Robin's being friend. a friend and was, was like, no, I think it's deeper than that. I think you genuinely need to go to a therapist because I've dealt with. Well, what she said was, you it'd be her best if you do a combination of both because it yeah. does sound it could. But it's still, she more. was being a better friend. Yeah, she was like, I know what this she's feeling like, is. This is depression. I know what depression looks okay. like. That's what this is. You need to go get whatever yep. type of help you feel comfortable with and also understand that she humanized I'm here it. to support you. Yeah, she, she's human. She humanized this whole experience of hers. Like, hey, I dealt with this too. And these are the and things then, that helped me. But see, also bigger than that, like that's all, like that is very much a heart and it's great. But then it's also this furthers that stigma of Black people and mental health, right? Because we continuously act like we don't deal with depression or anxiety or any of those type of things. Well, the only person that acted like that was Giselle. But that because everybody else was like, oh, we know that feeling. But even with it only being Giselle, it still furthers their narrative because somebody's gonna look at Giselle and be like, Yep, she's right. 
Yeah, so because people look at Giselle this is such a large platform. That's for the her thing. to take this woman's depression, even though Robin doesn't even recognize her own depression, which is yeah. fine because that happens. But for her to take the fact that this woman is struggling with her mental health and then say, oh, but you're failing everyone around you. Uh, repeatedly. Repeatedly. Because it even in the preview for the so next disgusting. episode, she says it again. Yep, when they're sitting outside. Yeah, so to repeatedly tell her that she's just failing everyone around her, it really just furthers that narrative that Black women have to be superheroes. Black women can't struggle. And in, in, like mental health, we can't take that time for ourselves because it's all about what we do for everybody else. Well, speaking of what and who Black, we, black women can and can't be, because that was the entire theme of this dinner. Yeah, it was. Um, we moved to Giselle and Wendy. So the the thing that caught me and kind of made me upset was Wendy was like um, empathizing with Robin when all of this kicked off. And she was like, girl, yeah. I'm right there with you. Like, I, I know what you're feeling. Yeah. She's like, I wouldn't say I'm over, I'm depressed, but I will say I'm, I'm overwhelmed right now. So she's, you know, sympathizing and building a camaraderie through like, um, emotional turmoil via COVID amongst the other shit happening. Amongst everything else. And Giselle decides to set her sights on Wendy and is like, so them titties. It's like, so, <laughs> she pretty much just said that. All right. So here's one. First of all, I've, cause I've seen this commentary on the internet. I hadn't, I did, I literally just finished the episode, right? But I saw the commentary about it on the internet. We're not going to act like Wendy last season would even be the same as Wendy this season, even without the surgery. Because Wendy last season was two, three, four, five, six months postpartum. Yeah. Whereas Wendy this season, full year and a half, two years after that baby's been born, like it's, it's a different person. You're not the same and it's a different check, too. It's an extra check, too. I mean, because we already know season two, the wigs get better, the wardrobe get better. We already right. But it's In also, most cases. like, even take all that away, you know me. You've known me for years. In that year after I had each of my kids, I'm not the same as I am all the rest of the time. You're not the same person. Hmm. Because it's a whole different adjustment period. Your hormones are settling. Like, for a year after I had this second one, I would just cry randomly because my hormones were all out of whack. And then it was yeah. like, I had a baby and then went into the pandemic and it was a whole bunch of other shit going on. But it was just like, you're not going to be the same. No. And... This is the this is the part that triggered me. So we have a real issue with because this actually just happened to me today. We need to stop policing dark skinned women. And that's exactly women, what it was. Women who have bigger butts, women who have bigger breasts. It's because it's literally just happened to me that I was told that I was dressed inappropriate for a, well, I wasn't told, but it was said that I was dressed inappropriate for a situation because. I had cleavage showing. My tits are huge. It's going to always be cleavage. Y'all got to stop because the thing about it is if I was wearing, if some A-cup girl was wearing the same outfit I was wearing, y'all wouldn't have that issue. 
Right. Stop. Stop sexualizing a police in my body. Stop because y'all own ingrained over sexualization of this or uncomfortability with the human body. Don't put that on nobody else because what I was wearing, I didn't feel was inappropriate. And that's all that fucking matters. Yeah. I didn't think it was inappropriate. I, the person I was talking to didn't think I was thinking it was inappropriate. The person whose house it was didn't think it was inappropriate. Just because my boobs happen to be bigger than other people's, that doesn't mean that I got to wear turtlenecks all the motherfucking time. Fuck y'all. And <laughs> I talked about Wendy because... She wasn't wearing nothing no different than what Ashley or Giselle or Robin or any of the rest of them wear, but because no, she, she was, her, and that was the problem though, because she was look good, and that's what it is. <laughs> and I am always very good. reluctant to say that kind of thing because you notice the only other person on that cast outside the people on that cast that would wear the outfits or even think of or would just like, oh, that's cute. They sat quietly, but none of them has said anything about Wendy or her body. Karen didn't say shit about Wendy or her body, and she would wear an outfit like that. Candace said nothing about Wendy or her body, and she had and she would wear an outfit like that. Escala, the new girl, said nothing about this woman or her body and was sitting there giving her snaps and fingers up when Wendy was sitting there defending herself because she was like, Who gives a fuck? Because it's like the bitch looks good with Wendy's titties, first of all. If I paid for my titties, I show them off too. Shit, I show my titties now and I ain't even pay for them. Honestly, no shade. And I hate titties to always publicly. now, goddammit. Bitch, if I ever if I ever got a BBL, it's over for you niggas. Like for real. Like That's what I said. I'm not gonna lie. I said if I ever I'm not gonna work get a BBL, clothes. a bitch ain't never having no clothes on it. Y'all just gonna have to eat it, bitch. Right, I'm but I was 150 pounds, I didn't it. wear clothes. So I'm definitely not going to wear clothes with a fatter ass. Like, or a fat I ass. don't, I barely wear shit now. Like, I don't, if it's hot, it's it, over. I'm not, my ass cheeks be hanging out now and I ain't even really got no ass. Don't let me get a BBL because you hoes will never be able to take. So. <laughs> right. And you sit there, okay, so Giselle asked, Giselle essentially asked her, like, oh, well, why have you changed? And then says, well, in the past month, I've seen more of your body that I have in the, all of the time that I've known you. You've known this woman for six months, not even a full year. A year at the longest, and that's if been that. through COVID. If that. And that's not only is that through COVID, but that's also, also through not filming. Right. That's why I said six months. You don't know this woman. You don't know her. You don't know this woman. And then also, if I had new titties and a new ass that I paid for, bitch, you're gonna get you're gonna catch all these looks. Because guess what? Them new titties sit better in a bustier than they do in a turtleneck. <laughs> right. And I will I will say this again. My concern is not about the clothing that Wendy is wearing. Is it too sexy or not? I, that's not my call to make at all because it ain't my body. However, my concern is only the unintentional floppage of a boob. That's it. Like, if you want your titty to flop out, then let it flop out. But if you don't intend for your titty to flop out, invest in some good double-sided tape. That is my only concern for women. An unintended titty flop when I was getting tattoo done because it was, you know, some vibration. (laughs) Damn rude titty. And and also, this titty is only other concern. It's like to pop out at any given time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Just everybody. Every the thing about it is, there's anybody with tits larger than a B cup will understand that because there's always that one unruly titty that don't want to stay the fuck in. (laughs) 
This is the unruly titty. Uh, uh, I love how your left titty is the unruly titty. It's the unruly titty. It don't want to stay in. This motherfucker like to make appearances. He'd be like, hey, bitch, I'm here. So I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta dress according to the fact that this titty is going to come out at some point or another. <laughs> Unintentionally, but you like it. It's just gonna pop the fuck out. And because I've gotten to the point now where I just genuinely don't care. It is what it is. Because we all grown. Shit, everybody it's a fucking titty. Why y'all be acting like it's a whole big fucking deal? Shit, we all seen titties. Like, right. What happened to just like quietly laughing at a titty flopping out? It's like, girl, I see your about about girl. You might want to tuck that bitch back in and then keep going about your life. We all seen titties. It ain't that big oh, of a girl. deal. I always watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake. I'm now a fan. Um, Jen Shaw's areolas. I was like, why are they here? They're always here. They are her areolas always are always here. here. They are always here. They're, it's they her. are a character. Her areolas are a character on the show. They need to have whatever the fuck them hoes hold. I don't even know what they hold, but <laughs> her areolas need one, goddammit. Her and her unarrested areolas just need a good old hug. Her titties are very unruly. Them hoes be like, bitch, I'm popping into the scene, ho. No, those things. You know those desk, those little desk ball things? Mm-hmm. It's like a pendulum that clacks back and forth. Yep. That's what her titties look like. Her titties are very <laughs> unruly. Like, I'm wondering, because I got this on because of the tattoos, they still hurt. Mm-hmm. But... I'm like, I hope a titty don't fall out because it's been trying to all day. This unruly ass titty. But <laughs> you might just want to sit there like this. I mean, you've seen my titties before. Yeah. <laughs> Damn near everybody that follows me on Instagram has seen my titties at some point. Uh-uh. Um, oh, this this to Robin. When Robin looks at Wendy and says, Well, you know, the Wendy from last year wasn't this loose. And the yeah. fact that she referred to her as being loose—that wasn't even the part that bothered me. the The part that bothered me was that they acted like because she's dressing a little sexier or a little bit more revealing, that all of a sudden all her education and accomplishments go out the window. That, but that's what it is, though. What they did was they hypersexualized this dark-skinned black woman as and they completely do. devalued everything that she accomplished because yep. she got her body done and she decided that you niggas are going to see it every day. Yep. Like, get the fuck out of here. And the thing is, I ain't going to say if, I'm going to say when. Bitch, when I go get my BBL, that doesn't take away my degrees. No, it doesn't. That doesn't take the way, away the fact that I'm intelligent. No, it just means you got a fat booty to go with the degree. That That's just, it. He said, I got a flat stomach and a big ass now. <laughs> That's all that that means. That is all, like every ounce of it, that is literally all that it means. And when I go here, get these titties lifted and this BBL done, <laughs> I'm still going to be a smart bitch. I'm just going to be a bad bitch, even better than I already am. That's how Wendy's doing. Like That's how Wendy is right now. And for them right. to still sit here and just in like, I'm truly devalued. I'm here for Wendy and her mommy makeover and her still being smarter than all of them bitches on that cast. Right. And being a bad bitch. I am here for, I stand Wendy. Which is why I'm like, I don't understand why y'all not like, yeah, go ahead, Wendy. Like, this woman has built this career. And now she's like, I gotta make it. The thing about it is, because if you think about last season, 
she walked in the room already smarter than all of them. So Cameron had an issue. Um, Giselle tried to create an issue. They all already had an issue. Yeah, and she, she shut them all the down. Already more accomplished than them. And now she didn't got this body done. So now she the baddest bitch on the cast too. Is she not though? No shade. They they just mad because they could never. And even if they did, no this one is supposed to be the light skin brigade, right? But now this very pretty dark skinned woman that came in and is the baddest bitch on the cast. The most uncomfortable thing is sitting here watching these two light skinned women police a dark skinned woman's body, sex, and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And when 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 Wendy sat there and said, uh, I determine my sexiness, not right. you. That should have been all she said from the fucking get-go because there was no conversation that was necessary to be It had. wasn't. There wasn't. And There's then to try and have this conversation in, about her husband cheating on her too. They keep trying. Oh, that's now, why. But see, the thing what? about Giselle, Giselle is hateful. She always do that. Giselle is hateful at anything. Giselle doesn't have a storyline. So Giselle doesn't have her. a man. Giselle doesn't they have a story. They use her line. to bring in the mess because she don't have a story. She's literally only here because she's pretty. That's it, honestly. She don't she's have not a smart. story. Robin she does, she does have Steve. a story. So they use them to bring in the mess. They need to just They're let... not doing anything. Chanel and her fake ass her, her Giselle and her fake ass Chanel. I was about to say, who the fuck is Chanel? It's like, how Chanel she had that fake ass Chanel cardigan on. Because oh. remember, Garcelle wore the same cardigan. And but I know what the real one looked like, and that band on the real one ain't as wide as it was on Giselle's now. Mm-mm. But her and that fake ass Versace robe she was wearing, which, look, I don't own either one of those pieces. Not because I can't afford them, because I don't want them. But at the same time, I know some fake shit when I see it. <laughs> Shut up. I do because I be in those stores. Like I'm shopping in the same places. I don't buy a lot of that shit because a lot of that shit is just gaudy and like it's just not my style. Yeah, a lot of the stuff out now. A lot of this shit is just gaudy. It's just extra and it's just not my style. I tend to go for more simplistic pieces, but everybody that know me know I have that shit too. So I know what the fake shit look like. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep my reads to the content of character. And Giselle is a Gila monster from the Six Ring of Hell. But the thing never about it is you're not about to stand there and knock off Chanel and talk about what somebody else got on. Yeah, my thing, this is my you're thing. Not you're not going to stand there in anything and talk Especially about Especially when you the one went out your way to point out the fact that Karen was wearing knockoff Fendi that's true too. Two yeah, years ago, and then you turned around wearing knockoff <laughs> and that Versace robe. Mm-mm. We're not gonna do that because all you bitches wear knockoff everything on each and every one of these Real Housewives. It's an it's at least one that's knockoff everything. So we're not gonna do that. And the thing is, I don't even care about you wearing a fake. I don't give a fuck about that. Because you spend your money how you spend your money. I don't give a fuck about you wearing a fake, a real, or nothing else. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to sit and try to point out somebody else's fake like your shit ain't fake, too. This is my thing, too. These The, the shit that they go after on this show are... It's either A, completely stupid and, and ridiculous, or B, 
it is too deep to be trying to dig at. Right. Um, and I've noticed that one of the things that that Giselle likes to do is whenever she hears a rumor, and especially, and this is what really kind of gagged me too, because they used, they popped it up. It was like, oh yeah, Wendy's husband cheating on her. And the website that they used was fucking all about the tea. I was about to say, yeah, it was like one of those weird ass blogs that has been proven time and time again. To, to be a bold-faced lie. Right. Not, not only that, true. it's funny that they popped this up and Giselle's like, oh yeah, I heard about this in the blog, blah, 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 blah. And that's the source. <laughs> Considering that she had an issue with Monique's relationship with those people from right. All About the Tea. Right. And she's constantly going after other people's marriages. And I, for somebody who, how do I say this? From someone who has spent her time as a first lady, who supposedly had a, um, at one point in time, a loving relationship with her then husband, or at least a loving relationship in her life, which... Um, Giselle probably hasn't, so I just answered my own question. Nonetheless, <laughs> to, to go off and try and insinuate that, oh, she got this new body because her husband's cheating on her, as if, like, Wendy has to, like, do her best to try and keep up with some little raggedy-ass, random-ass side bitch is offensive and disgusting and deplorable and detestable, to be perfectly honest. And for Giselle and Robin to sit there and be engaging in this conversation as if it makes any kind of fucking sense on camera shows they they have like no fear for their safety at all. Actually, no, I take that back. Because last year with Monique, Robin kept talking about, yeah, you got all these, well, in reference to Karen. Yeah, you got all these people out here talking about they want to drag me. Robin, everyone's wanted to drag you since season one. No one wants you there. The only reason why you're there now is because Monique left. And your behavior is foul. It was foul. It was disgusting. It was detestable. It was trifling. And they should be in like... Like, they need to be holding each other accountable for this shit. And in that moment... Okay, so in the moment where... um, um, Oh, my God. Wendy. Oh, I am so high. (laughs) It, oh, okay, so in that moment, when they're like discussing Wendy and the way she dresses and now and who she is now, and now she's all up in Mia's face and all this other shit. When last season she did like she was letting y'all girls have it, nonetheless. Wendy says, Yes, I define my sexiness, not you. And then Robin gonna ask her, like, has the body changed you? Which is just once again disgusting, deplorable. And Karen, I thoroughly enjoy the fact that Karen sat there and said, I should be able to show my pubic hair and it shouldn't be an issue with you girls. And everybody's like, woo, pubic hair. And she said that and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> I said the same thing. But as somebody who never has pubic hair, that's just a thing for me. I, I was, hey, hey, this is, okay. And, but Karen's point was, what she does with her body is her business. And, you and that's very much true. That's very, very much the case because her body is not of your concern. No, but this is what Robin, and this is part of a long pattern of Robin and Giselle policing bodies. Because if you look back at past seasons. Because they did Ashley her first season. 
They did it to Ashley. They've done they it to Karen. With, they, they did it, they to, did it to Candace. They did it with. They did it to they Candace. They do it to everybody. That yeah. is what they do, and it's more to distract from the fact they don't have nothing to talk about. Hey, you know what it gives? It gives Maybe very. <laughs> well, I mean, simple super bitch, but also Jen and Evelyn Lozada, season mm-hmm. one and two of Basketball Wives. Yep. Where it's like, y'all don't meet my standard of approval, therefore y'all aren't worthy. Right. As if we're all not replaceable on a platform that none of us own. Right. That is ran by a bunch of whites. Yeah. I, I can't. And, I mean, Brazil, uh, you and Robin are literally only here because y'all are light-skinned and pretty. That's it. You see they got rid of Sharice when she was doing the same shit y'all were? Yeah. Let's be honest. Sharice was pretty. fat and Sharice was black. And they got rid of her ass. Yeah, the only and thing you saving you hoes is y'all are pretty. You just thicker. That's what I. And that's but you know, in that's in real the too. white world because I'm fat. fat in the white people world because I'm a thicker girl too. Sharice had a couple of extra pounds. Uh, uh, she tried to pull the charade move too. She did, and they said, "Man, we know this game. You will." But it's like, won. but see, even with charade, thank she you for your service. She more fits their standard of beauty, and also she is willing to do anything for a check. That's also very true. I mean, you know, Sheree is who she is. Sheree is a doovage. She is because she sat there on that season with not a story, with not a storyline in sight, just spreading mess. Like not a storyline, not a book, not a pair of leggings, <laughs> not a jogger, not nothing. She this barely had the chateau mess. at that point. <laughs> she <laughs> I mean, been coming for years. Because, you know, she had a fashion show with no fashions. How dreadful. I know. <laughs> okay, don't hate me. I actually thought the idea of the sketches being there was, like, like really cool. However, no, there I needs to be garments as well. Idea, but I was like, it, it would have been better if you had the sketches hanging and then the actual model wearing the garment under the sketches. Or if the garments ever happened. They didn't. Like when I put the tie wash on that shit, he was like, girl. He said, what we're not going to do is this. And then after he passed away, she tried to do it again. And his estate was like, no, no, no. Not doing that. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, okay. He, uh, yeah, this is why she, by Sheree, he's getting held. I mean, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. This is what I've heard and read. Um, Joggers. <laughs> I'm going to say allegedly. You know, the girls are litigious. So if I say allegedly, bitch, you can't sue me. But allegedly, <laughs> it was the initial you know we all saw the initial stuff wasn't done which is why she didn't have it but michael knight was very was more involved than what was shown on the show okay and part of the reason that it wasn't done was because he didn't really sign off on it because he didn't like the direction well i mean so again allegedly because also, once again, allegedly, we know girls daughter. like to search their names, and you know, the girls like to throw out lawsuits. So, I'm gonna say allegedly because this is just what I've heard and what I've read, and 
I don't know this for a fact to be true. So can't nobody say, I said, I'm saying allegedly, this is what I have been told. So after he passed away, very tragically, it was very, very sad. Um, it was said that they tried to release the updated versions of those sketches. Like they took oh. the, the same essential sketches and tried to update them for the fashion of the time because it was only a couple of years, right? It hadn't been very long. So it wouldn't have been that much to do. And his estate was like, no, 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 girl. We're not doing that. I mean, because so much of this is still based on his designs. Yeah. And because he wouldn't have gotten his estate wouldn't have gotten any type of royalties from it because he was paid a consultation fee. Oh, okay. So, and you see, I said paid a consultation fee. I'm not saying that Sheree tried to cheat him out no money. I'm not even saying that Sheree was necessarily involved because I don't know who's actually running this. I don't know if Sheree's running this or not. Mm. I don't know none of that. I just know this is just the information that I have, right? So it's all alleged. It could all 100% be false. Honestly, with Sheree, you never know. Once again, I'm still waiting on progress. So that's why I said I'm just saying what has been said to me. Although it could very well be false, this is what I've heard about what's going, why she by Sheree has had all these roadblocks. You know, that Bravo Capital stop will definitely fuck so the money up. When she tried <sighs> to do the new line, when she switched to go to t-shirts and joggers, I have heard that there was some seamstresses that wasn't paid, which is why it didn't actually happen. Because the samples were made. The website's mm-hmm. up. The ads were shot. I mean, they're all on the website. But yeah, I, I remember seeing shot, her All her that stuff. The samples were made. But I heard that the seamstress weren't paid. So that's why, although it looked like a rollout was going to happen, it didn't happen. Now, about the time, that's right around the time those Bravo checks stopped. Yeah. So, I mean, we all know that according to the press, Sheree has had an issue with paying her bills as it stands. Every time the Bravo money slow up, shit don't start getting paid. That's why she built a She by Sheree for 30 years. But same thing with Le Chateau. That yeah, that's what I meant. Chateau Charest, she was building that shit for like 10 years. It didn't get finished until she got back on the show. Yeah. So, and I know that she charges $25 for a picture. That's it. Something like that. Last I heard it was 25. It may be more by now, but last I heard it was 25. I don't know. I've never been in the same space with her to even know. That's why I say all this allegedly because it's not like I'm getting this shit from Sheree. I don't even know this girl. But (laughs) (laughs) this is just what I've heard from people I know that live in Atlanta and also, you know, Mm -hmm. and whatnot. No, I can see Sheree charging for $25 for a picture. I know. It it was either $25 or $40 for a picture, something like that. Somewhere around there for a picture. And, um, you know, they say 
what they say about the girls that charge for photographs. Because it's not even like an audit. Like to take a picture with her, you have to pay. I mean, I kind of get it though. I mean, if you if if your face is your money, then she that's the thing. Hose pay. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Like no. Because all the girls do is shit. Yeah, that's that's all DragCon is. I'm not mad at all. Charge these bitches. Your face is your money. Charge these mm. hoes. I'm not mad whatsoever. And it ain't got nothing to do with Sheree necessarily. I'm just saying that she by Sheree gets held up every time the Bravo checks don't roll in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, it's like for you to keep yelling you a designer, designer, designer. You've never worn any. You couldn't even get somebody to make something for you and say it was she by Sheree for any one of these reunions. Not a single solitary one. Not it's a single like, one. If you don't stop trying to stunt and get somebody who you, because I'm, it's Atlanta. You could find somebody to make something. You can find somebody to produce somebody a product that isn't even your design and you can put a label on it very quickly. Right. Like, it's not that hard. It really isn't that hard. If somebody to make something to say, oh, I'm wearing She by Charade because this is something that you thought in your head. Right. And now this person has made it for you. At least keep the illusion that She by Charade is a thing. It's actually happening. Right. It's like, oh, right now I'm just working on some small pieces. You know, I decided just to wear one today. I want to show you, like, stun on you hoes. Right. Um, Okay, so... Even Lisa Wu did that, and I ain't never found her shit in nobody's stuff. I forgot all about Lisa. And it was ugly, but it also was. I mean, everything was ugly. Seven, so all that shit was ugly. Everything was like t-shirts, them little sleeveless t-shirts with the lace frill across the front Again, of it, like a tuxedo. That, that time, all that that's when all them everything was ugly. Kmart got their reunion outfits. All that shit was ugly. Then. Shit, Kmart, I'll give them at least a Charlotte Ruse. <laughs> they was getting that Nicki Minaj collection at Kmart. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It Man, was fucking Forever was 21. That shit looked too good, to be honest. <laughs> um, have you watched Salt Lake City at all? I just watched the trailer. I watched the first season. So I just finished watching the first season, and I, live I have for some feelings. I live for these messy hoes. I live. I can't. I don't know. I. When I watched the trailer <sighs> for season two, Jesse and Meredith walk away screaming, I am disengaging. It's like, come on, tagline. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> There's something about Meredith that I'm like, why are you here? You know uh, what I mean? I thought that too at first, but it gets, she gets better. No, even like even watching the whole season, I'm just like, and not why are you here? Like this is a bad thing that you're here, but no, but no, what I'm no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought that at first too, but then I was like, oh wait, because that reunion told me she's gonna be the one next season, because she was holding back because she ain't want too much of her own shit out there. I oh said, yeah. No, no. She's gonna be hellfire and fury come season two. Wait, didn't they actually get a divorce too? Yeah, but they about to get remarried. They get engaged in season two. If these niggas should well, they were separated. They never got divorced. They were separated. No, well, I they thought they got divorced, divorced after the show. Yeah, divorced. they get they get engaged in this season. These niggas need to. They just need to stop. But when I 
saw her as I was watching her I was like oh she gonna be the sneaky one she gonna be the one that pop she gonna be the Portia that pop up out of nowhere and be like oh bitch where you come from <laughs> uh see, I thought that that's more Lisa I nah. do not like Lisa she I do can, not like that woman I don't either I can deal without her like I can yeah, but yeah no Meredith is gonna be the she's gonna be the she's gonna be that one that you don't expect she's gonna be the Erica Jane the Portia Williams she's gonna be the one that come and start calling all these hoes out and really put the shit on the table Mm-mm. she's gonna be the one Meredith is supreme with this this season this this series I see it because Jen Shaw is unhinged and last <laughs> I knew that bitch was up to some other shit because she fly off the handle too goddamn but this bitch is unhinged. She is, <laughs> she does, and it makes everything up. It's like she jumps out the window, and I'd be like, girl, what was just said? She's like unhinged. the whole Meredith text things. Like, all you knew is that her daughter was in town from college for, yeah. the, for, for a weekend. And she went to hang out with her mom. Like, that's all you knew. And all that's of a sudden, made knew. it about you. Yeah, Jen is unhinged. So it was about you. You still just made it about you without knowing. Yeah. She's nuts. Nah, Mary Cosby going to be the Supreme. But nuts. I already know. She's going to be the Supreme. She's going to be the Karen. She's going to be the Kyle Richardson. Meredith See, that's what she gets. Meredith is the Supreme of this one. I already know. But I, I when I say why are you here, Meredith presents herself as a for the most part reasonable and rational mean That's girl. the thing. She she's one of those ones because I look at her the same way I used to look at Wendy. It's like, but you're like above this. But then you get those peaks. It's like, oh no, bitch, you can jump down and you can get okay, in fair, yeah. girls. And the thing about it, like her, like a Wendy, like a Lisa Vanderpump in the early seasons, not toward the end, toward the end, she was just unbearable. But it was <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> in the beginning, you, I liked her. I mean, she was cool, but it was like I was still like one eye on the bitch. But oh, you very much, free with your I'm mouth. One eye on any rich white lady. That's the thing. But Meredith, she's one of those ones that is like in the beginning, you like, but this is not something I could see you doing but then you get those glimpses, and it's like oh she'll read the girls down she can jump down in the mess when she wants to well based off of this new trailer for season two I'm like well we'll see what happens oh she's gonna she's gonna be the one that's what I'm saying just watching this trailer between the reunion last year because she was fed up she was done especially yeah. then she was done I think everybody and, was, and rightfully so. Jen is, yeah, like because said, that bitch Jen is, is unhinged. She's legitimately crazy. Like, she's this, nuts. this hoe is unhinged. She's nuts. She, and also unarrested. <laughs> Let's not forget that. She's single, sexy, and free from the law. She definitely said unarrested. This Unarrested. Shit. But she also, I really think that she knew the feds was closing in on her, because her behavior didn't make no fucking sense her behavior it was so erratic and so like girl what like i thought this bitch needs to be on medication i was like where is her lithium because she she said she was on medication (laughs) i was like whatever doctor you're seeing is not giving you enough your dosage is wrong very wrong because i very much was like where is this girl's lithium because i don't understand why what the fuck is going on 
you are nuts. You are insane. But Meredith, Meredith is going to be the one. Meredith is going to be the Dina this season. I see it coming. She. Oh, the Dina Manzo. Yeah, yeah she's going to. Yeah, Meredith is going to be it. She's going to be the Nene Leak. She's going to. Meredith is going to be the one. <laughs> see, I can't. Okay. What I see happening is Meredith and Lisa no longer being friends. Oh, um, not at all. Yeah, They're like going that's going to be a wrap. That's it's a wrap on their relationship. Yeah, no, it's they're not gonna make it to the end of the season. So, what is this thing about Mary Cosby's church being a cult? So there is that. That's been <sighs> running around forever. But you know, Mary Cosby's got indicted, right? For aiding in the the what is it? Hold on, because she literally just got indicted like two days ago. For aiding in what? Hold on, I'm gonna tell you the exact charges. Don't say January sixth, bitch. No. Okay, I was about to be like, I knew it. I knew it. When she said her husband was white, I knew it. Her husband ain't white. I know, but she said her husband was white. She said at the reunion, was like, no, he's white. She just said not guilty to two misdemeanor charges of unlawfully providing shelter to a runaway and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Oh, okay. Yeah, she just, she literally just got indicted, like, this was August 6th. Yeah. That um that I'm a little bit more like, oh, okay, towards. Um, I'm a little bit more ambivalent towards that. I'm not because everybody says that she runs a cult. And oh, that's where you're going with it. Okay, I get that. In the delinquency of a minor. See, I was thinking it was like, okay, so. Kids. If it was just like your friend's kids came and stayed over a little longer than their parents, because that too could be saying that you're aiding delinquency because your kids, you know, your kids' friends maybe not having a great time at home and they come and stay over. That's what I was thinking. Don't know. But no, it's, it's been said that this bitch runs a call and we already know that her parishioners have come out and said that she's been taking the ties and offerings to have plastic surgery and pay for her houses and buy her clothes. <laughs> no shade. So did Jamal Bryan. But how did the fuck you think Giselle got that I mean, addition on her house? Though. Like, we've been through that. He's a scammer. <laughs> we've been through that shit. We've been through he was a scammer. But then it's also said, you know, that audio came out where she cussed, them, cussed her church out for not giving enough in ties. Did you hear that? Oh, they did. They mentioned it during the reunion, but I didn't hear so, that. So, I listened to the audio. She was like, you broke-ass bitches ain't giving enough money. <laughs> like, that's basically what she was saying. Like, she's like, this don't make no sense. I be up here preaching. Y'all act like y'all broke and not giving y'all regular tithes. And she's going off because she felt like they wasn't giving enough in tithes and offerings, right? And then it's like people Awful. are coming out and they have, they supposedly have went to her church, again, allegedly, that supposedly have went to her church talking about, oh no, that shit's a cult because they be wanting you to give all of your money. You know how most churches say 10%? Yeah. Apparently, allegedly at her church, they want you to get 60% of your earnings. Why the hell would they be giving 60%? Which is why she was going off saying these broke ass hoes ain't giving enough money. 60%? Allegedly. Uh, uh-uh. 
she need to come down on she Mary Cosme just needs to go sit down somewhere and go away. Mary Cosme. her her trifling clothes and her bad wigs. So she looked Oh, awful. did you did you watch the trailer? Did you see that black and white Chanel outfit she was wearing? No. Oh Jesus, hold on. She always because this outfit don't call it that. That disgraces the word outfit. The clothing she decided to adorn her body with. Hold on, let me, because I know exactly where to find it. Because I was just like, girl, what? It's so much happening in this look that I was just like, oh. And you know, Jen Shaw wears that same baseball cap Giselle wears with the the tiara on the front. Oh, that ugly shit. Do you see what the fuck she has on? What the fuck is this hobo chic? <laughs> it's all Chanel. That's the wild part. So you know the homeless woman at Home Alone too? Yes. That hat survives. I hate that hat. And I want I it really. It's ugly and I don't get no hoes exception with being a princess. Right, you are. Oh, is that the fake? That's the fake. Look how wide that fucking band is. <laughs> uh, I can tell you one thing. Giselle, whole issue with Wendy, she was mad because Wendy was serving and Giselle sitting over there looking like leftovers. Yep. She looking like yesterday's bread. Sweatsuit. Like it wasn't her sweatsuit wasn't given. Meanwhile, when, over there serving it all on a platter. When Giselle told Karen to give it up, I would have looked at if I was Karen, I would have looked at Giselle and went, it's like, give what up? You can't even give that pussy away. Shut up. Oh, and I can't give it away. <laughs> she can't even give it away. And more would like, for me. I wouldn't even say that when she said give it up. I would have said find an outfit that match. Because what we never going to do is forget that Giselle wore a fucking straw fedora with that <laughs> short sleeve sweater and that gold lame skirt. We're not going to ever forget that. I don't get how somebody who's wearing And the fucking Reeboks or whatever the fuck she had on. <laughs> I don't get how, like, okay, so this woman's wigs are awful. Her looks are hey, her awful. Never fucking her attitude is awful. She can't keep a man. Like, how do we engage with a, why do we continuously engage with a person like this? Like, it's obvious she can't maintain the most eyes. basic of relationships in her life. Because she likes skin and got green eyes. That's what. That's it. Other than that, the woman looks like a goddamn dirty hamper. She looks like a bag of dish mops. Like, let her go. Yeah. Let her go. At least get rid of one of them. Get rid of And she don't be, don't neither one of them be talking. Because when I tell you I'm so tired of this dry ass Robin and Wine storyline. Oh my God. I'm tired. Don't neither one of them hoes be talking about nothing. They don't have nothing to the table. They don't have a storyline. We're not going to pretend like the pandemic broke up Jamal and Giselle when we know they wasn't together too. To begin with. Like, we already know we're not going to act like, because Juan and Robin is never getting married. I'm tired of this dry-ass storyline. They're not going to get remarried. Shit, I don't even think they really live together at this point. I think he moves in for the fucking show. I don't even think they're <laughs> together at this point, because this shit is dry. 
Like I'm tired. Her, her slow talking ass is there, just taking up space and doing this nothing. This shit is drier than Giselle's ponytails. I am tired. She's always there to ask a stupid question, and a why nobody looks at her and go, Robin? Why do you always to ask defend, or to defend and implicate Giselle at the <laughs> same fucking time? Because yeah. when she said Giselle never wished death on your husband, but that was like four years ago. You simple bitch. Like, <laughs> you I know. Like, it's, I'm so done with these hoes. I'm done with these light skinned bitches. I'm over. And I don't even hate light skins. I just hate them two hoes. There we go. They're like that. I just, just I don't like them either. It's like I'm over it. I'm done with these bitches. Like this shit is tired, is dry. They're literally just, it's like production is walking up to them and saying, hey. Be anti-black in this way, or be messy in this way. It's like production just uses them the same way they use Rashida's mama to just <laughs> start mess, like because they don't have shit to add to this. What they are they really don't. About? Like they really truly don't. And the fact that you are always the one bringing up a rumor about somebody's husband cheating on them, it's it's like right. come on now. Because like at what point do we hold this bitch accountable for her MO? Because this is not the first time, nor will it be the last time that she Because she did the same shit with Ashley's husband. She did the same shit talking about Moni. Karen's husband. Karen. And it's like, and with, um, what's her name? Katie with her husband or a boyfriend, whoever the fuck that nigga was. I forgot about her. You uh, talking about give me free Amistad? Yes, I was confused as to what was going on with her. And then when they brought her back to that weird season, I was like, is this bitch drunk? Like, what is she happening? She, you talk about unhinged. Yeah. I was, I, when they brought her back for that season, and I was like, I think she's high the whole time. Something was not right. Because that white man had left her and something was off and then she moved her ex-kind in her house and I was like, something ain't right here. Like, no, her wigs were always off. Her wigs were always askew. Something she was constantly off. constantly looked like she was just assaulted. <laughs> it's like, something Katie, was, are you okay? Something wasn't right. And then she was on Twitter going on these weird-ass rants about right. the show. And like She said she had sex with one of the girls and everybody's like, well, it must have been Ashley. And Ashley was like, well, why it gotta be me? Right. That did not happen. <laughs> Don't yeah, bring me in this. Was, was very off with her. It's just... I gotta wish that they would bring Katie back. I don't. I hope Katie goes. I think I look at Katie. You hope Katie goes and gets the help she needs. Yes. I look at Katie the same way I look at Kim Richards. You don't need to be on nobody's TV. Just go and get whatever help, assistance, and anything else that you need and stay off of everybody's television. I I kind of want Katie back because when Katie get booked, it is very odd and kind of concerning. And it's like uh, it's very disturbing and it makes you? me think that she needs a mental health check. I look, I look Katie. Katie is manic. She I can't. just makes no sense. Katie makes me uncomfortable. I can't do it. Like, sis just, it was like she didn't give a fuck about anything. She'd roll out of bed, put on that shake and go wig and be like, we're ready. Those wigs <laughs> really, really stress me out. But it's they also so like she, bad. it's like she didn't know that 
the cameras were there and she like forgot to take her medicine and just was like wilding. I, that's what I was like. I don't know if this is real or if this is real. God, please help this. Look, I hope this woman is okay and this is just how she always is because she's like, yeah, I don't know. She made me uncomfortable because I was every time she was going, it was just like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here. Yes, like <laughs> this very much feels like the rants of a woman who needs to be medicated. <laughs> Take Robin with you, bitch. I'm but sure I also am not supposed to be privy to this. No, no. Um, so it was interesting to me too, that because uh, in the midst of this discussion with Giselle and uh, and um, oh my God, Wendy, I almost called her Monica. Don't in go. the midst of this discussion with Giselle and Wendy. Mia kind of pipes in and was like, oh yeah, but you know, you don't see Michelle Obama's titties out. You don't see Oprah Winfrey's titties out. And, and, and when she's like, did, I am not like, those women. And even if they, shut up. That's where I was going. I was like, weren't you a stripper? Because like, your whole thing, like you, the first three seconds you was on my TV, I found out you had your quit work though. So right, which was apparently vaginal rejuvenation. It was vaginal rejuvenation. Which but is, we also found out everything, which we all knew, everything she had done. Yeah, you've had everything done. Like, and I found that out in the first three to four seconds you was on my television. Therefore, stop talking about somebody else now, especially when your titties just as exposed as hers is. Now, was that top to Wendy was wearing about a size too small? Yeah. yeah. You know about to sit here with your titties on my table and then talk to me about my titties being out. No, if you're going to talk to me, talk to me about like, hey, sis, I feel a little concerned for you because it feels like that tit is about to come out. You need some tape. Yeah, because the thing is, the whole time I was more concerned about titty titty flash. Because see, one thing about me, what you'll never hear me do is talk about somebody else's cleavage. But anybody who's ever watched these videos has seen my titties. (laughs) Therefore, I'm never going to talk about somebody else's titties being out. Like, I'm just not about titties to do Titties and titties. Just let people put them out. Shit. Mind your business, bitch. Titties is titties. At this point, we've all seen them. They're what it, they are what they are. Like, it is. Meanwhile, Giselle's sitting there dressed like a fucking school mom or as an art teacher. Giselle, like, she about to go coach track and want to talk about bitch. what somebody else got on. Right. And did you see what Robin had on? Yes. If you go, if you don't get out of here, I, bitch, you got that from the AliExpress evening wear section. If yeah. you don't get the fuck out of here with the Lane and Bryant ass Wendy's outfit was cute. Who's it? Yeah, it was cute. It was. It was very cute. It was Versace. I want that bustier. Once again, just maybe a size too small. That's the only thing I'm going to part on. No, that's how that's that bustier fast. fit, because I've tried it on. That's how that bitch fits. Oh, so it's meant to make your titties. Okay. okay. It's meant to do that, because it does this to them. Oh, back smack. Okay. Yeah, like, because I've tried that bustier on, and I mean, granted, the size I tried on was a size too small, so it did some wild shit, (laughs) and I got my regular size. My titties still would look like that, but I couldn't wear it because of my tattoos, Mm -hmm. because they're still sore, and you push my titties up that far, these motherfuckers hurt. (laughs) Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, yeah, no, but the bustier is meant to do that. No, she looked like Wendy looked good, and I think the most it gives you ninety supermodel like, towering, you know. Yeah, and that like she's like, damn, y'all, I feel like I need to go put on a sweater, and then Giselle pretty much just gaslights her and it's like, well, if I can't ask a question, Wendy, we got a problem, right? Like, and I hate that shit because that you. that 
Meanwhile, they did ask a question and she didn't answer it. Because that furthers the narrative of the angry dark skin, right? Right. Because she's like, oh, why are you so upset? I just asked a question. And it's like, no, you didn't. You made a judgment about me and how I choose to dress and live my life based on something you heard from a website that you yourself said was full of shit. Yes. But only when they were talking about you and reference. But only when they talked about and then turn around and say, I don't do that. Bitch, yes, you do. That's literally your whole MO. Like Giselle has more important things to worry about. Like the fact that maybe like if she's stopping to ask herself, hmm, why is it that every man I bring into my life cheats on me? Maybe she'll make some headway, like personal headway. Because every nigga that you brought on the show has cheated on you. I'll go one further. Why is it that my daughter keeps failing the driving test? How am I not spending enough time with her to make sure she passes it? That made me really uncomfortable too. Because I'm it like, did. Because she was trying to press her for the cameras. And it's like, it's very clear this girl's upset. And right. see, the thing is, I know people say, well, other people had their kids upset, but no, because when Riley was upset, what Candy did was took her to the side, I turned the mics off. And had a conversation. Candy didn't press her daughter for the cameras. It wasn't even like the necessarily like the press, the pressing of her. It was the emotional distance. Where it's like you see your child is upset. Very much not connected with her children. Like, can you like I don't know, like give her a hug and be like, it's all right. It's like she's she's very disconnected from her children, and I don't. Even her kids have said that they said you're not really emotional. Like, and the thing is, I'm not super emotional like that, right? Like, I don't, I don't connect on that level with people, right? Because it's it's hard for me. Like, I I don't, but. I also didn't grow up in a super loving house. Like my mom got like that when we got older, but I don't remember that when I was younger. Not that I doubted that my mother loved us because I knew that, but like that physical expression, I didn't, I don't, I'm not going to say she didn't do it, but I'm going to say I don't remember that until I got older. Right. Mm-hmm. And that maybe the younger ones might have a different story. It is what it is. And it's that's no slight to her. That's just what it was. So I don't connect in that way, in that very emotional, like touchy-feely emotional way. I don't connect like that. So I get that, but you see me with my kids. It's not there's not that distance we just connect differently right with her and her kids there's like this like delta between them right like there's not because i understand not being like a physically expressive person but she doesn't connect to them in any kind of way it's like they are on two totally different planets it was almost like she couldn't understand that her daughter was upset to even sympathize with her. You know what I'm saying? Well, she knew that her daughter was upset and she didn't even make an effort. The, the quote-unquote effort she made to empathize with her was beyond lackluster. Yeah, it was just like... like the so, daughter was going to do next time. Friends in the back we'll were come like... Back next time it's just, but it's the same thing she did with Robin. She does that with everybody. She doesn't... She doesn't have the capacity to connect on any emotional level. 
No, that's why I don't feel, I feel like Giselle by far is the most empty and vapid person on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, we see it. Like, there are plenty of times, like, even if you're playing this shit strategically for television, there are plenty, there have been plenty of times and situations where you could have exerted and went above and beyond outside of the old Ashley's postpartum thing and been empathetic and created a good, a big, uh, a loving image for yourself, but you weren't even stupid enough. I mean, like, you weren't even smart enough to do but that. But the thing about it is you can play kind of cold because Erica Girardi has, right? But you get kind of cold from her. Yeah, but, but Erica Girardi isn't like emotionally void from her. Like Giselle is blatantly trash and cold. That, but that's like, what I'm Girardi saying. might like, be cold, but she's not trash. She's not gonna come at you out of nowhere. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't get completely emotionally void. Like there's still yeah. a human being there. Whereas with basic Giselle, level of you get a complete void of anything of substance. Well, it's also a, a sense of entitlement. And when she said, "Okay, hold up," I'm glad you said that. When she, when they flat the fuck out, looked this black woman dead in her face with her and her four degrees and her successful career and said she five got degrees. no substance. She's got five now. I her, think her five, five degrees. Got five, four, whatever it is. It's enough. She said that this it's woman more than has no substance. Yeah. What? How about my entire career is talking about like, I don't know, race theory and politics on television. I also spend my other half of my career teaching these exact same things. Maybe I don't want to constantly always talk and be and fucking do. That doesn't mean that I'm devoid from substance at all. Meanwhile, these women have nothing, say nothing, bring nothing to the show. And when they're asked about, mainly Giselle, she decides that she's going to divert the question because of the quote unquote trolls in the room. I was like, that's bullshit. They just need to, like, Bravo needs to just fire her and be done. They need to just fire her and be done. They got rid of Kenya for pretty much this shit, right? Yeah. Get rid of this They brought her back because now she's getting divorced, so that's something they can mine into. I thought they didn't, I thought they didn't follow that. I don't know. I really... It's like every two weeks, they're, like, filing and unfiling. But think about... No, they just filed, like... A couple of days ago, but think about Kenya. They hate Again. Kenya because she does everything when they're not filming. Oh yeah, that's why they hate Kenya. Yeah, Kenya is far. Kenya tries to stay far too in control, and Bravo don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, too, like with Kenya, like they filed for divorce like a good six or seven times now. I'm over it. I'm tired. Yeah. I think I did see that, and I was like, I thought we were done with this. I thought they were. I thought done. so too. But if this is if this is the storyline you go on with next season, girl, God help it, because they're talking about. I just read um, a rumor saying that the Real Housewives of New York might go on um, an indeterminate amount of time, like a hiatus. I heard that too. Yeah, because they feel like New York might spoil the quote unquote spoil the franchises. It's like y'all are too little, too late. Yeah, I heard that New York is going on an indefinite hiatus. I know Atlanta got That's pushed indefinite. back. Yeah. Because they were having a hard time casting new girls. Because with Candy and Cynthia both supposedly leaving. You got a you, you definitely need some heat of Candy leaving. 
Yeah, and then they were. I heard they were trying to bring Phaedra back, and yeah. I don't know how that. I heard Phaedra's there. coming back, but Phaedra's coming back for that like Real Housewives All Star thing season two because they already like got that renewed. Yeah, no, there's that, but I heard she's gonna come back as main cast on Real Housewives because they can't pull Nene off the hat no more. No, Nene is which done. is what they usually do when they need to spice the shit up. They pull Nene up. Nene's done with them hoes. And I heard that Candy is like, I got too much going on. I'm done with it. And Cynthia is supposedly leaving too. Yeah. And they bring Kim I don't, back. And I don't know how much longer. Well, no, you know, Kim got that new show. What new show? Where she's supposed to be going around being like a spiritual guide to people. You haven't seen this? What? Yeah, because you know her psychic just passed away. And it's supposed to be like Kim and I think her psychic just passed away, but it's supposed to be Kim and like some psychic and like this Kim spiritual guide or some shit like that. (laughs) No. No. I know Portia's got a show coming out, but no. She does. She does have her little spinoff coming out. Kim Which is where all this shit with Simon guy. is gonna play out. Oh my god. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this a show or because this says an academy? Okay, maybe that's what it is. I knew it was something. So apparently Kim Zosiak launched a spiritual academy. Yeah. To help manifest dreams. It's $77 a month for a private members only. And they and automatically they're like, oh no, this shit's a scam. It's already he would us like, no, this bitch is scamming. Like it's yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so she got that going on. Scam. Nothing spiritual about Kim. I really hope no one gives any gives her any money. If someone really needs spiritual advice, seek a professional. Or people I've been seeing people it. say it's a scam, but it's like a lot of people I've been seeing are not people that actually have gone through the process. I kind of want to know what the process is. I'm not paying seventy seven dollars but I want to know what the process is. I don't want to know the process at all. Like, I do all. because I want to see exactly what the fuck, because I know all this came out the fact that her psychic just passed away. A spiritual academy. Yeah. Isn't that just seminary school? That's what I said. I was like, so you like got a theology school? Like you teaching priesthood now? I was, I was confused. But then I kept reading, and it's like an astrology class. Like, I am very confused as to what this is, which is why I want to see what the process looks like. But I'm not going to pay for this. It's going to evolve into a multi level marketing scheme because at some point it's going to be like, oh, we'll get a discount on your monthly. um, I mean, I know know you have to buy like tapes or books or some shit. Like, it's some type of streaming shit you have to buy. And it's like books you have to buy because there's like supplemental material to whatever these courses are so you do have to buy whatever the supplemental materials to these courses are and it's so not yet 77 dollars a month this is just just i swear to god if this woman gets a if like, this woman gets classified as being a non-profit it's a wrap, I, it's a wrap. I mean she might already be i 
I, I want I want her in jail. <laughs> no, seriously, like I want her to serve time. This is this is giving pyramid scheme. I I can't lie. Cause it's like, what is her her red solo cup? I can teach you about spirituality. I'm confused. And if this is supposed to be like psychic academy, girl, but I don't want you to teach is. me anything. And that's like, why I, I want to know what this is. I'm not gonna pay for it, but I do want to know what this is because I need to know what level of scam that we're talking about. Kim Zosiak near anything where the word academy has been applied is up to and including her picking her children up from school makes me uncomfortable. Not us. <laughs> You're an idiot. Like, for real. But the idea of her being anywhere near a center of education is a problem for me. Everything about her talking about this is an academy is very scam-like to me. Yes. But yes. I I don't know. I have not been party to this. If it's not Tool Academy, I don't want her near it. Shut up. Like, I don't want her note, near it. On that note, we can end this because this is already longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll um, finish up Christopher Dunch next week. We need to take a break from the heavy shit just to talk about this. Just to talk about anti-blackness, massage noir, classes. <laughs> the usual shit that these bitches on this goddamn show exhibit. You bitches are trifling. You need to do better. <coughs> but that's just a bravo, Andy. Y'all, you niggas need to do better. Yeah. Bye, y'all.